the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, our Christmas edition. It's all yours. Anything you want to talk about, we are here for that. I am here for that. Uh, Personal, philosophical, political, whatever you want. I can't give medical advice. I can't give accounting advice. And I can't give legal advice. Outside of that, I can do what Jill Biden is. I can be a doctor of anything that comes up outside of medicine. That's what qualifies her as a doctor. Alan in Phoenix uh, took a transfer ticket and uh, was talking to me about uh, the future, uh, future coalitions. Is that what you're looking at, Alan? You were mentioning Donald Trump. You started over. Take us, take us where you wanted to go. Um, yeah, um, just a little coalition government. I mean, if if if, if we're going to be this divided and it's going to be that contentious, we truly do not want Obama's minions back in the White House. We don't want that cabal back there um, because we know what they'll do. Nobody wanted Kamala. Nobody voted for Joe. Um, so the only Democrat that makes real sense, and the one that they hated because she was the outsider, was Tulsi Gabbard. And if you listen to her now, her statement, she's you know on a lot. She's right on a lot of stuff. You know, she used to say some things for the Democrats in Hawaii, but I know she doesn't really believe that some some of it. And it'd be a perfect thing. You know, Trump could you know. They could come together with a unity government. Trump's president for two more years. And Tulsi's president for two years. Um, it's going to be better than Kamala being president for two years after Joe is dispensed with. Um, and and then they'll actually get to tell to the to the root of the criminality that's been going on, and it won't get swept under the rug because she hates it as much as as Trump hates it. You know, being an outsider. Um, and I, I think it would. You know, I think everybody would be happy with that solution for you know for a while. It's an interesting um, thought. So one one thing I don't know if you did, you you probably did know this. I I, I didn't um, I didn't remember it. But she is not going to be a member of Congress in the new class. She she did not no, run. She, she was she she right, dropped, she, she did not honorable. run for reelect. She took herself out when she ran for president. Well, is, that's because she was honorable. If you're good, they, we should. Oh, have I'm fine with that. I'm just I, I'm just saying up. she has time to do something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, she does. She, yeah. she, she, she. You know, like all these senators, you should resign to run. If you want to step up, they don't. What they do is they lose, and they just. I think Kamala Harris Senate. is still in the Senate. She hasn't. She hasn't resigned her seat yet. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, and she will not resign her seat. I swear. Until until she until, is, until the until the uh, inauguration. Yeah. Probably. She's going to be sitting there waiting for her name to be called up, and she'll have a little thing at her her seat, and she'll just sign it while she's sitting there. Yeah, that's how I see it. You know, I, until I, she actually knows. Now, now she is. It, it is a little interesting. There's a historical thing, and then there's a ideological thing. Historically, so I'm trying to think of an example. We ha- we haven't had this example since around the founding era, but um, the the closest thing I can think of. That gets us a little bit there is um, is um, when Ronald Reagan was in the nineteen seventy nine nineteen eighty at the nineteen eighty convention. Ronald Reagan um, 
had conversations with Jerry Ford to have a unity um, presidential ticket. Um, they thought some people on the Reagan side thought it would look more moderate to America to have Gerald Ford as his vice president. Uh, Jerry Ford said he'd do it if he could be considered a co-president, and that obviously was just not going to work, and it probably wouldn't have worked anyway. So Reagan's team dumped that idea. Tulsi, um, Tulsi is she's a mixed bag, as you as you were alluding to. She's a mixed bag. <coughs> she is very liberal on certain things, uh, including I. So I don't think she'd make happy the uh, social conservatives. She's got like um, something like a hundred percent rating from NARAL. Yeah, um, I I think that. If, if you really got her to be honest on a lot of things, if you look at her her true history and how she was raised, I, I think some of that was for party, not for personal. I think you it, it may it may it be. may possibly be, but but the thing that we have to think about a little bit is if she's going to give up on the things that made her a Democrat, it kind of doesn't get you that. You know, bipartisan well, unity thing. She didn't give up on what gave made her a Democrat. She would give up on what got her elected in Hawaii as a as a Democrat candidate. Okay, it's, it's really tough to be anything other than a, a, an elected Democrat currently. But you can be on on the very light blue end of the Democrat or the indigo that these people of the leftists are all hanging out on, you know. So we were we were thinking a few weeks ago, or maybe it was only last week, a week or two ago is a better way to say it, of these people who are Republicans who seem to be able to carry the MAGA flag pretty high. And there's a fair amount of diversity in that group. Um, yeah. Elected officials already, uh, including... Um, Dan Crenshaw, Ron DeSantis, Christy Noam, Tom Cotton, Andy Biggs. And then there's some people, Jim Jordan, some Josh Hawley. Uh, there are some people not in politics who um, would be, I think, suitable for politics, suited to politics. Candace Owens, Larry Elder, uh, maybe Jesse Waters. Um, th- there's a lot of people, a lot more people in the MAGA, um, in the MAGA tradition now than than. Reagan or uh, Goldwater had in their versions of their parties at the time. There's just a lot more there now. Yes, there are, and and it's it's just about being normal. Yeah, you know, it you is. can be normal in, in in a lot of different ways. You know, don't tell me, you know, don't try to shame me because I don't know what your gender is, other than male <laughs> or female. Right. You know? I'm sorry <laughs> if I get it wrong. Um, you know, if you're not a personal friend of mine and I don't know what your personal That's kind of their fault. Yeah. It's their fault. And, and, they, and by the way, when I say their fault, they probably would like to be called there as their pronoun, by the way. Probably. Which it's is like, a thing, I'm told. This, Did I, you know that was a thing? That's a thing. You can choose your pronoun they, as they. They. Yeah. No. Some people uh, want to be called they. College teachers tell me this. All the time that at the beginning of their year, they have to ask what the preferred pronouns are of their students. And some of them want they. Um, I know sorry. it's a country we don't recognize female. anymore. It really is. It's it's sad. It's but, uh, weird. <laughs> I, I, I would I would love normal. As you said, it's not that hard yeah, to be normal. 
just and there's a lot of variance in normal. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a wide berth in normal. You can have a lot right, of fun well, normal, and be normal. Right, fifties normal has moved down to twenty. You know, I go through the gender shaming thing every morning when I'm out walking my dog. I have a of big. Of course you dog. do. Talk to me about that. I know exactly well, what you mean. Yeah, I've got a big female dog. I've got a Saint. I got a Saint Bernard. And German no one thinks to say female. she. They say, "What a good looking boy." Or that a boy. Good looking boy. Yeah, that's a yeah. big spell, a nice looking yeah. fella, big fella. Nobody she wears a purple pink harness, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Do you correct them? But I you know what? It I say, you know, I basically say her name is Strudel, if they don't know her. And um other than that I just tell them her name and then if uh, yeah, it happens so often. I don't even correct. People. I, I, I used to, and now I don't dog. either with Dagny. And the reason I don't is yeah. it doesn't matter. They're trying to say a nice thing. Just take the compliment yes. and let it go. Dagny is not a fan. Dagny ha- is bigger than this. She doesn't need. She doesn't need the right. correct pronoun. Yeah, stay with Strudel. She yeah. doesn't. Strudel <laughs> we should get Dagny and Strudel together. Yeah, that would be fun. She's a funny pair. She's a good. She's a good mix. She was a really good find for us. Sounds like a beautiful animal. Does she swim? Uh, you know what? She likes to, but fortunately for me, because of her hair, she just doesn't do it really voluntarily, so she kept a lot of her hair out of my pool. I see. But, okay. Um, okay. but she's she's a stable colored. You know, it, it, instead of the white and liver spots, which most St. Bernard's are, she got the stable color of a German Shepherd. She's got the black nose. And, oh, I and, bet she's gorgeous. St. Bernard's yeah. head. Yeah. yeah, she's a pretty dog. The, the litter had six. It had three stable and three white with liver spots. How funny. And all with the big heads and... So she leaks a little bit. You know, you got to have. I've had other slob dogs, so you have to know how to deal with a slob dog. Yeah. So. Do you have a little? Do you have the Saint Bernard is the traditional dog with the um, with the cask around its neck? Do you have a cask around her neck? Uh no, no, no. Just a small bottle of a uh, little bottle of rum. Just you know, we, we don't go full cask here in the neighborhood anymore. You know what <laughs> W. C. Field said? No. I can do this on air. I I, I promise you, I can. He, he said, I always carry a little whiskey in case of snake bite, and I also carry a little snake. <laughs> <laughs> Merry right. Christmas, Alan. Thank you for Merry your call. Merry Christmas, Seth. You have a great day. You betcha. You I'll again. talk to you soon. What a fun call. Jeff, don't go away. Sandy, don't go away. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Everything from W.C. Fields to Ronald Reagan. We'll do it here. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Your show, 602-508-0960. We'll get to all of you today. Sandy is in surprise. Yes. Hi, yes. Hi, Sandy. Hi. I want to tell you I am a conservative woman. My husband passed away in September, and I used to always say to him, why do you listen to this radio stuff all the time? It's so depressing. And here I am doing the same thing now. Well, let me just say I'm sorry for your loss, truly. Tough, 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 damn tough year. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm with you on a lot of losses myself, uh, and I just I want it to be over. Second of all, I try not to do a depressing show. Do you think this is a depressing show? No, but it's just kind of depressing the way the, Demo- or the Democrats, I think that's what they're called. I don't know if it's Democrat, Democrats. I think it's Democrats. Um, they just don't understand what's going on, I don't think. Or they understand better than we do is the other possibility. And they know what they're doing as they slowly take over every institution. 
Right, right. But why I'm calling is you were talking about a restaurant that used to have a, a casing with the meat in that. Yeah. It was What's Your Beef? I, I was thinking of Oscar Taylor. I remember What's Your Beef. They've It's been closed a while, right? Right. And you used to see Camelback Mountain. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, still that's there, though. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, that's still there. What's Your Beef is closed, but Camelback Mountain is still there. Oh, right. Yes, yes, I know that. that I know that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm having fun with you, Sandy. I figured we could all use a little this this this, this Christmas. Right, okay. Well, I thought you were trying to say What's Your Beef is uh, yeah, it, it, It's a good guess. It was a good guess. I was thinking of Oscar Taylor, but What's Your Beef is a perfectly reasonable answer. It fits the category of what I was saying. Meet in the window. No longer around. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for taking my call. Well, listen, Sandy, uh, again, um, our condolences to you, and here's to a better year, and thanks for thanks for weighing in. I really appreciate it. Let's go to Jeff and Gilbert. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Seth. It's Keith. I was the guy last week who was kind of talking about how dire the situation is in the country right okay. now. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know why you... I called you Keith. No, that's okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, we, um, we, um, I was the one that said the country has about 10 years left if we're still on the same path that we are now. Okay. And the reason I say, and I wanted to get your opinion, I don't want to just talk the whole time. Okay. I wanted to hear what you had to say, too. All right. But I think that we, the power structure, you know how they talk about the zeitgeist of the times, like the British Empire gave way to the American Empire, you know, Revolutionary War, the... Throughout history, the Roman Empire had its time. You know, the British Empire, the American Empire, for example. I feel like we're in at the end of the American Empire, not because, you know, it, it hasn't worked for everybody. It's worked for the wealthy. And I'm a capitalist. I'm not trying to say I'm not. But the, they're trying to bring in a global... When I say they, I mean the, the people with the money, the people that have the outlook. They want China to run it. Um, they want America to diminish. That's why they're promoting Biden. He's a buffoon. He has no business to be president. I myself am independent. I never considered, you know, um, supporting Trump. But Biden is such a bad, corrupt candidate. He has no business, no business whatsoever. Millions should be marching on Washington with pitchforks. He's corrupted. Um, Bobulinski the one that was supposed to run his Chinese affairs, has the emails. Um, Chinese officials were basically bribing their way to get to Biden. Are we going to allow this? Is this going to be our president? It's unbelievable where we are in this country. It's dire. If he gets in, China's going to have the reins of the country. Uh, The American people, the system they want to bring in is they want more communism. And the media, NBC, CNN, uh, all the big media, the the tech media, Google, they they totally threw softballs at Biden the whole election. The toughest question they asked him was, "What flavor ice cream?" Unacceptable. Yet they crucified Trump every everywhere he went, even with fake, you know, news stories like the the Russian collusion. What do you think? I think we're in dire trouble. I think this is the end of the American Republic. What do you think? 
a couple things, and I don't want you to take this first part wrongly, but it just struck me as you were talking and what you were saying about Biden. If you replaced China with Russia, um, everything you said about Biden is what they said about Trump. The difference is you're right and they're wrong. Uh, But but that's what they were saying, right? They were saying unqualified buffoon has no business being president. Russia's going to be all over the place. Uh, Just uh, it's an aside. It's interesting. We're going to you know that that shoe is now going to be on the other foot. The difference is we will have a media, as you rightly point out, Keith, that won't care to investigate any of it. Um, And uh, propaganda, propaganda media. Yeah. Yeah. Ministry of propaganda. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. As far as 10 years out, um, as far as America being over, I worry about this tremendously. I, I, I don't think, though, um, a mistake has to be a disaster. I honestly don't. And here's why. Um, I don't think we're a conservative country anymore. This is a controversial position that most people don't agree with me on, but I don't even think we're a center-right country anymore because I don't think there are any institutions that are center-right anymore outside of podcasting and talk radio, I suppose. Um, it's but, not taught in the younger generation. Well, you ju- yeah, you look at our schools, the media, the entertainment, professional athletics, corporations. Find, find me a conservative institution outside of talk radio and, and, and maybe some of the blogosphere or some of the podcast sphere. They don't exist. So I I just – where's the conservatism? That having been said, um, I think it's a shame and an embarrassment that the Republican Party and the conservative movement has to marshal every single penny and fiber of its muscle to save one Senate seat in Georgia. But – If we save that one Senate seat in Georgia or even get two, you can prevent this grand mistake from becoming a disastrous error, a a disaster. Um, And the reason you can is you can stop a lot of the legislation. But more importantly, because Biden will will rule if he doesn't have the Senate, he will rule with executive order. More importantly, um, you will have. The judiciary, which goes through the Senate, the Senate confirms judges. And I remind ourselves, I remind all of us that up until about June, any given Republican you would talk to says, yeah, no, we want Trump. But, you know, the Senate's even more important than the presidency. We need to remember that. We need to remember that it is. And then we need to push legislation that prevents this kind of election from ever happening again. Fair legislation like voter ID, like the banning of unsolicited mail-in ballots. Um, I agree with you. Biden is not qualified to be president. I don't think Kamala Harris is qualified to be president. Um, So we're going to have to do everything we can to do what the U.S. Constitution did, which is making Congress prime. Article 1 in the Constitution is about Congress for a reason. Let's strengthen it and save this place. How does my best friend growing up who's exactly my age not know this song or the name Warren Zevon? Can I be friends with him anymore? I was trying to use some lyrics from this song in a conversation the other day and it struck him cold. And I said, you know, Werewolves of London, Warren Zevon. 
didn't know anything I was talking about. I don't know how we're friends. I don't know. By the way, if um, you are trying to sell a house, you're interested in selling your house, or you want to buy a house, you want James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. He sells more homes over $500,000 than any other agent in Phoenix and Scottsdale. He has over 500 five-star reviews. That's amazing. He can guarantee to sell your home at market value or pay the difference, and he can make you an upfront guaranteed on your house, uh, guaranteed offer on your house too, within 24 hours if that's more convenient for you. Give James Wexler a call at four eight zero three eight six zero seven one one or visit him online at jameswexler.com. That's James Wexler, W E X L E R dot com. Dennis is in Phoenix. Hello, Dennis. Hey, Seth. How's it going? I'm doing okay. How are you? Terrific. Terrific. I just want to say thank you for all that you do because what, everything that's in my head seems to come out of your mouth. Beautiful <laughs> and articulate. <laughs> then one of, <laughs> that's very kind of you. That's very kind and, of you. And I, I wish I could uh, compose myself when I'm talking to some friends and things and and. and and uh, make it make my words sound as wonderful. As when you're words. very uh, kind, there's really only one test of, of of our relationship here, Dennis. Which is, do you know who Warren Zevon is, or the song Werewolves uh, of, of London? Of course, I'm mid fifties. So, how uh, can my best friend growing up, who's exactly the same age, I mean, six days different, how does he not know this? Uh, I, can I? I don't know that I can continue I, I, our friendship. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'll shame him. There's His name is Gil. A, yeah, we'll shame him. We'll out him. You need a, you need another litmus test for him. Uh, no, I think he needs to step it up. I think that's, he needs that, a book on true. cultural literacy. That's true. I agree. I agree. Anyway, well, you're, I, I, anyway, my, so I the reason I called in was the stimulus check. Yes, sir. And um, kind of, I think everything ties together. Everything I, you know, I've been listening for a little while this afternoon while I'm doing some chores, taking a day off. And um, I think everything that you're talking about all ties together, like you said, with the, you know, I think we have, I, I agree with you, we're not a conservative country You, you do agree. And okay. Okay. It, I, I do agree with you. Most and, don't. And that's, let, why, that's why I was interested. Most don't agree it, with me. Most conservatives it, think we are. I, I think they're fooling themselves. I agree. With, I agree with you. And I have two examples, both both stimulus checks that, that I told my friend I have to wrap my head in duct tape because my head's going to explode. Right. And I don't want to make a mess for everybody else yeah. because yeah. <laughs> okay. it, 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 it drives me nuts. So I grew up poor. I grew up, uh, I'm a white guy. I grew up poor uh, in a trailer in Ohio. I worked hard. I joined the military so the military would pay for my college. I, you know, I worked like a dog, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, you know, in my 20s, 30s even into my 40s, and I've done very well. And I, and, and I have my homes paid for. I've got, you know, a million plus in the bank. I've, I've worked hard, and I don't want anything from the government. Like you, I want to be left alone, right? It's like do as little as possible and leave me alone, and I will make my own success, and I'll take care of those around me. So I make just under $150,000 a year. My wife used to have a very successful career, and she decided to stay home and, and, and take care of our parents. And um, 
So the the stimulus checks are based off of like 2017 earnings, I believe. They were, and I, I think you're right, 2018 possibly. But I think these are now, but the, the new ones I think are off 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. So, so I make just under under a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I don't need the six hundred dollars or the twelve hundred dollars. My wife stays home now, so so it's like I don't need the money. Don't give it to me. Give it to somebody who works in the restaurants who's been laid off. No or kidding. Huh? Somebody in, 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 in an affected This, is, this is all hugely important, and I love your story. i got to take the break, though. Can yeah. you hold? We'll continue yeah. it. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. you. And, Jerry, don't you go away either. I see you. It's been a long time. I look forward to talking to both of you. And anyone else, 602-508-0960. I wonder if Gil knows who Kenny Rogers is. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Uh, tens of thousands of vital nutrients from one daily dose of Balance of Nature. I credit it with keeping me well all year long. Travel, cold, change of temperatures, everything, seasons. I love this product, and uh, you will too. It'll boost your energy. It'll boost your immunity. It'll improve your health. It's just one daily dose, and you get tens of thousands of vital nutrients made from 100% whole food plants. It's a great product right now. Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of their fruits and veggies. Give yourself a Christmas gift with an order of Balance of Nature. Give them a call at 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code BALANCE. Dennis, thank you for your patience, sir. I appreciate it. Oh, no worries. Thank you. And so, and so I was just talking, again, I was talking about the the... The relief checks, and yep. it just does not make any sense that some of the people who are getting them are getting them, right. like myself. I don't, right. I don't want it. Right. I don't need it. Right. I, you know, my, like I said, my wife went back to work this year, and she's making, you know, just over 100000 So together, we're making, you know, $250,000 a year, yeah. and the government's going to send me a check. Right. Why? Right. You know, why? And, and I have another uh, amazing example that I, I had some colleagues that I work with that live in Europe. They're they're European. They they got a special visa. They came here for a year, uh, a couple of years ago, to work uh, on a special project for for my company for a year. Uh, they then moved back. They've lived back in Europe for two years. They got a direct deposit from the government for mm-hmm. this, the first stimulus check. Mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. that, that's the stuff that just blows my mind. And how do we get out of this? Yeah, you it's know, te- it's it's a terrible situation, obviously. Um, so yeah. for you, it's too much. For most, it's not enough. First of all, thank you for your service in our military. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you for your kind comments. Um, I Well, look, for one thing, for those that receive it that don't need it, you know, I can tell you, a hundred charities that could use it. So don't, exactly. don't, don't hesitate to think that way, but that's, you're right. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, 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 that's very decent of you. Um, that's point yeah. one. Point two is the point. I, I, I think point two is an important one. It's, it's not enough for, for most and it's too many for too much for some, which is the problem yeah. obviously with, with government in one respect. I think another problem is the one I was kind of talking about yesterday, which is, um, you know, it's an interesting thing. The federal government, 
bailing out individuals or small businesses or any business for that matter that was uh, harmed by by the response to COVID. It's not the responsible party. And I wonder if these ta- <coughs> excuse me, these tailorings could have been done better, could have been tailored better to meet actual needs if they were the responsibility of the governors that engaged in the kind of policy decisions that shut these places down and caused these depressions. I also wonder if maybe if the governors knew it was going to come out of their budgets, maybe they wouldn't have done it. Um, you know, yeah. maybe they would have been a little slower to engage in, in, in such a heavy hand in the places that heavy hands were exercised, Michigan, New York, California, some other places. We were relatively fortunate here. I, I know the criticisms, but given what was happening elsewhere, we were relatively uh, we had a relatively light touch of this. But I wonder if the state budgets were themselves responsible if one, they could have been tailored more directly to the needs of people. So someone like you wouldn't be rewarded, but someone who is thrown out of work because they were an employee of a restaurant would be. Um, and I wonder if the governors might have thought twice about engaging in this behavior if they knew it came out of their their bottom line instead of the federal government's bottom line. It turns out, I mean, we know why the federal government's doing it. It's because that's where the pocket is. That's where the the big the big money is. But yes, Dennis, all of this is unjust. All of it. Every part of it from March 20th forward has been a steady parade of horribles of injustice. Completely agree. Completely agree. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. No, thank, thank you. you. I mean, what I do is nothing compared to what you do. And I love your story of the American dream. It reminds me of what Abraham Lincoln said about capitalism, that some can become rich shows that others may become themselves rich. It's just encouragement to enterprise. Thank you. All right. Where am I going next? Jerry. Jerry, I haven't heard from in a while. Hi, Jerry. Yes, hi Seth. Thank you for having me back. I always appreciate it. Oh, you bet. Uh, nice, nice to hear from you. So if, uh, I'm going to stay on the same t- uh, subject that you and Dennis were uh, talking about the uh, stimulus. Okay. Um, and what I find interesting is uh, President Trump's tweet that he sent out last night, the video tweet, and how conservatives are going to try to reconcile. Donald Trump still being a conservative when he actually wants to increase the amount of money given to each individual. He wants to increase it to two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which is what Nancy Pelosi and the and the Democrats uh, proposed in the first place. But Mitch McConnell and and the uh, Republicans wouldn't go along with that. So now Donald Trump comes in at the eleventh hour and threatens to veto the bill because he wants an increase. He wants to uh, increase to two thousand. So how is that? How is that conservative? Well, I, th- I think it's conservative to care about people who are harmed economically by doings that aren't their own fault. But I'll go one worse with you. I'll get on your bandwagon for a second with you, Jerry. That might surprise you. I don't mean it to, and I shouldn't have said that but because it may not surprise you. But I'll go you, I'll go, I'll go you one worse, I think. It was his White House that negotiated this bill. It was his Treasury of the Secretary that negotiated this bill. Right. It's enough to drive you mad. Hi, Mr. Mnuchin, we got a bill? Yeah, we got a bill. Okay, good, fine. Next thing you know, no, we don't have a bill because, I mean, it's, it's, it's enough to drive you bad. I have a lot of complaints about how Nancy Pelosi did it. I think she was the worst actor here, um, at least up until yesterday. I really do. And when she said, you know, when she was willing to go for, was willing to go for, for something much higher, but, 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 
but not a not but wouldn't do it because it was under Donald Trump and not a, a prospective Joe Biden. I, you know, playing politics like that, I think, is a, is really a, one of the horrible political stories of the year, maybe one of the worst people suffering because she didn't like Donald Trump being president. But that having been said, and you have this bill now, I think it's a terrible bill. I, I really do. And I really think 600, maybe I'm not a conservative, I think 600 is too little. But I think you got to do something to help people when the um, when when the government self-imposed a depression on them. But it's entirely maddening to me that, you know, the president and his secretary of the Treasury weren't on the same page, evidently. Uh, this is a maddening situation. It's I don't think there's any getting around this fact. I mean, the president has been talking about it a while. Treasury secretary has been talking about it for a while. They got it. Everyone seemed to, to be okay with it. Then the pushback comes, and it turns out, you know, maybe the Treasury Secretary and the President were talking, were not talking to each other, or one of them changed their mind. There's a lot of fault to go around here. Some of it, some of it is in the executive branch. I agree with you on that, Jerry. Maybe not the specific issue you have, but the genus of the issue. Wish you a very, very happy holiday. Thank you for your call always. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Rob, in surprise, Merry Christmas, Rob. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Seth. That was one of the reasons I wanted to call. Thank you. Um, well, you're welcome. Um Secondly, I just learned about an hour ago that Leslie West of Mountain, who, you know, you probably remember Mississippi Queen, he passed away, age 75, another great guitarist. No kidding. Kind of sad. No kidding. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of liked him. I mean, he was sort of a, I think even Eddie Van Halen liked him or modeled himself after Leslie West. And again, this kind of goes. No, I think you're right. I think a lot of people did. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mississippi Queen itself, I think, uh, may have been one of the original songs that really had good cowbell. Yeah, yeah, nicely <laughs> put. Yeah, that. a little heavy metal there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, and, and again, I, there's a million things that we could talk negatively about with politics and the, yeah, the stimulus and all this crap, but I just want to keep it upbeat for okay. the holidays. And okay. Wanted to bring up, you So know, you start, you thought you'd I start had. with the death of someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, how, okay. that's how my mind works. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> mine too, actually. Uh, mine too. Yeah. No, it, is, it is kind of a weird thing. But, it um, is. I when know. I was growing up as a little kid, I had a grandmother from Denmark who, whenever we had Thanksgiving and Christmas, she would be baking and cooking, and the smell of the house was just spectacular. And the one smell or fragrance that I remembered was her cooking red cabbage. Um about, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, I started thinking about that. You know, what was the stuff that made me happy as a kid? And I remember, you know, the smell of grandmother's house at the holidays with the smell of red cabbage throughout the house. Now, Like boiled cabbage? Like, Is that what you're talking about? Like a boiled cabbage? No, red cabbage. And what you, it's like a sweet and sour thing where you throw in onion, you throw in Granny Smith apples, you okay. throw in... Everything from uh, cinnamon to 
to uh, a bunch of other things, uh-huh. uh, apple cider vinegar. Okay. Um, I would be. I, I, I think it would be weird if raisins weren't on the list. Yeah. Well, raisins in this case isn't. But um, oh, okay. We, uh, I, I also put in like a, a complete jar of red currant jelly, mm-hmm. which um, amazingly enough, it's so good. But. Now I've got it cooking, and I have my oldest daughter here from Santa Monica. Who I, I want to hear about all of this, and I want some. I want okay. everything. I want politics too, but I got to take a break. Can you lead us off on our next hour? We'll start with your daughter, Santa Monica, and no food. All, all three good yeah. things. Okay. Oh. All right. We'll be right back. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero.